Welcome to Pulp Fiction's Top 5. This is the podcast where we count down a different top five each week, always related to movies or TV shows. This week is going to be a fun one. I am Tim Boy Brandon, your weekly host, joined as always by Jacob Crisp and Rachel Jameson. This week's top five is the top five most shameful movies we haven't seen. You know those little dirty secrets movies you haven't seen? That you don't really want to tell anybody because they're going to laugh at you or make fun of you. Or if you've ever been with your friend at like a video store, you know, 10 years ago, and they're they're talking about a movie, they come across one, and you're like, oh, I haven't seen that, and everybody laughs at you and makes fun of you. And or you, they start quoting it, and you start laughing with them because you know what they're talking about, or you act like you know what they're talking right, about. Right, because you don't want to be that like, guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's great, right? Yeah, well, that's <laughs> never been me because I've seen everything, but these fools haven't seen some stuff, and we're going to talk about it. Yeah, well, I, I tend to disagree with that. <laughs> According to one movie, I found out that Brandon hasn't seen. No, so. we each have dirty, dark secrets, and this is going to be fun. It's going to... I think it's going to be therapeutic for all of us to get these It'll off It'll be fun of our to get chest. it on the table. Yeah. It will be. And to, and to get antagonized by the others yeah. for not having seen these. One thing I think you certainly had to excuse us for, we probably will go off on a couple tangents from time to time. Uh, and I don't know how to stop ourselves from doing it because we couldn't even talk about Silence of the Lambs for two minutes well, uh, in our last segment. So. And this is going to be open season when somebody says a movie that we're all shocked you know, because some of us get mad, like, you know, yeah. on the other side of that. I feel like we should be videoing Glad this. I didn't bring my maybe, gun tonight. <laughs> maybe I'm going to take a video of all of your reactions and super cut them together every time I say a movie. That would be funny. Because well, I, I do you. get upset with people. Like, I kind of think less of people that are my Great. friends when they tell me they haven't seen certain movies. Like E.T.? Yeah, that was... Silence of the Lambs? You know what's good about that, though? Because we reviewed E.T. in another podcast based on this list. Rachel hadn't seen it. And that was just like the ultimate low of lows. I, I honestly can't think we of a movie... We can only go up from here, guys. Well, I really... Oh, can you guys think of a movie that would be more shameful than E.T.? Like Star Wars. Star Wars. Uh, okay, I would agree with that to an extent. Only The only reason I would disagree with that is because Star Wars is... So sci-fi and fantasy. Some people won't watch it just because of that. No, who are these people? I hate sci-fi and fantasy, and even I've seen Star Wars. So All of them. Do you think Star Wars would be more shameful than AT? I do. I think so. If somebody hadn't like, seen I, I, Star I, 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 Wars, there are a lot of girls I know out there who hadn't seen. That's Star what I'm Wars. saying. That's what I'm saying. Um, okay, yeah, there are some, but. But of the all-time movies, when you think about all the lists of lists, yeah, I mean, maybe like The Wizard of Oz, right? Maybe, yes, I think Wizard of Oz. But I mean, Oz like is a good Wizard choice. of Oz. You know, remember they used to play it all the time, right? Uh, like on NBC or ABC, and then they just quit doing that years ago, right? Yeah. So you know, people don't have that old, opportunity so. anymore. But Star Wars is still kind of carrying over. Oh, well, obviously still carrying over because we yeah. have the, the new movies coming up now, but. That that would be the one because I can't really I'd say be Godfather. Pretty, no, be, because that's more. Um, I mean, it's it's older and it's, it's a drama. More sophisticated. It's three hours. It wasn't a blockbuster. You know, type thinking movie. like oh, Back it, to the yeah, Future, Forrest Gump. Um, you know, movies you know like I mean. that. But um, yeah, yeah, Back to the Future, Forrest Gump. What you My, have seen Forrest Gump? Yeah, right? I've seen Forrest <laughs> Gump. <laughs> I, I would think it'd be Star Wars, but E.T. Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know, some of those the, are. Yeah, those are so iconic. That it feels like everybody's seen them. But Rachel hadn't seen E.T. and that kind of spurred this list on. And so we're going to jump into our top five. Uh, we got E.T. out of the way, so it, it would have been Rachel's number one. But I'm curious to see where we each, you know, kind of stack up here. It only goes slightly up from here. <laughs> 
I, I say what we save Rachel's for last every time, just because apparently hers is going to be the most shameful. So let's start off with Jacob's yeah. number five. <laughs> and one thing to get used to is that you may not hear sound when Rachel says her That's movie why from us. Probably because just record we'll the probably just, Brandon and I will probably just be looking at each other. <laughs> Just like in, I don't know. You'll hear shock and disgust. You'll hear Jacob slap his head a lot. I feel like he's already put his head down. Usually, in shame yeah, for I do put my for, hand on my forehead and yeah, just kind of rub quite it. Quite a few times, I've got um, that already. Just tonight, like a stressful so. level or anxiety. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so, Jacob, your number five most shameful movie you haven't seen. You know, when I was going through my list, a lot of what I realized were a lot of older movies. I don't think mine's going to be as flashy as. Rachel's this and I'm a, real curious a list about you really Brandon's, want to have flashy but, movies for. Um, but I think all the movies that I have on my list I've definitely seen parts of I certainly I'm pretty sure I know the premise through all of it right I've seen so many clips I could probably piece it together right that's definitely one thing I, I it just kind of kept happening over and over with my list I would I would um, agree with that I was so I oh outside of number five I, I outside of Rosebud I know nothing about Citizen Kane yeah. And I think a lot of uh see this is kind of a boring pick. It's not really flashy if in 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 this day and age, but anyone who's like a film critic, they probably have this movie as their number one. It's certainly number one on pretty much a lot of all-time great lists whether it's, it's AFI them, yeah. or whatever. Have you all seen it? I have. And you know is there any reason why I haven't? I no, I shouldn't have seen this movie. I've seen it. Have you seen it, Rachel? Of nope. It's. Uh, I actually watched it. I took a film class at UCO, and that was one of the movies that we watched. And I'd been meaning to see it for a long time. Of course, it's Orson Welles. It's iconic. Uh, like you said, more from uh, a film buff standpoint and and a critical standpoint. Uh, it was so innovative at the time. Is it, it iconic so because he actually uses the camera and that's does exa- more technical it's, things it's, rather you, than traditional? It's all technical. He kind of changed the way that films were shot. Citizen came out in 1941, so if it really were, I mean, yeah, nothing like that happened then. Right. It, it was like it was kind of like the first artistic, innovative, pioneer movie from a technical camera perspective. Um, you know, before that, it was just kind of like the basic. Okay. Camera is on the actor. They're doing this. You move. It. it wasn't this creative, like you know, different, outside of the box thinking. Of course, it's so commonplace. So that's now. the big deal. That's the big thing. But is it still a good story? It is. Is still a good movie. Um, it's a little slow. It's not the most entertaining movie. It, it did have a great mystery. The whole Rose. Do you know anything I have about no clue. what Rosebud no is? Uh, the whole Rosebud. About, well, don't don't spoil it. I'm not going to. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, but, it, but it is... There's something about snow globes? Is that right? Yeah, there is something right. about snow globes. Um, there's And the whole what Rosebud or who Rosebud is is a, is a nice little mystery that gets you know tied up at the end. It's a good movie that holds up. You should still watch it. But when you watch it, you're not going to be like, oh, this is the greatest movie of all time. Okay. It was a good movie <coughs> that every... But if you consider yourself a... <coughs> A movie guy should absolutely watch it, 100%, just from the historical standpoint. Okay. Well, I, you know, some people might say it should be my, should be my number one, but I think I put it at number five just because it's like, eh, it's almost kind of too obvious, if you know. Yeah, it's... I don't care as much about some of these, about that movie as I do, like, my, my the rest of my numbers. It's kind of um, like a football list, all-time best players putting Johnny Unitas one, number one, because he was kind of the... 
first great forward passer? Would he hold up and still be the best quarterback of all time? Right. There's Nowadays, an asterisk no. next to it. Right, exactly. Like you do it out of respect or because everyone else does, the critics always say to. Right. Gotcha. But good good pick on your list. My number five most shameful movie I haven't seen is Spirited Away. That is an anime movie. I'm the only one here that's seen it. <laughs> oh, nice. And yes. twist. Uh, didn't see that coming. No, it's Spirited Away. It's considered the the best anime film of all time and kind of my the reason I chose this, one is for Spirit Away, but then on a larger scale, I just haven't watched much anime at all. It's kind of a genre that I've pretty much ignored because what little I've seen of it, I don't really enjoy it. And they're all over. They're all over the top 250. Oh, all over the place. Um, when I look, the biggest chunk of movies I haven't seen is anime films. Well, I think the deal is if you like anime, then you really like these particular anime film like you really really like them which is why they end up so highly rated on imdb right and if you don't like them you don't watch them so right. you're not so gonna then give you don't them rate any them at score. all right. exactly. exactly we've talked about this before so spirited away is the first animation that comes up on imdb's you know top 250 list yes number the, 32 yeah it's the highest ranked animated film and it actually has a lot of people who are voting on it as well so. it does yeah. and a lot of people like anime i don't it's bigger over in other countries isn't it well, yeah, definitely it's, it's in Asian too. countries, Japanese, uh, uh, Japan. It, we're, we can compete with those levels? Well, no, not that okay. level. But it is, it's not like, I know several people that do like anime. It's not like some underground thing. A lot of people like anime. Yeah, it's it's a big deal. I just, it won the 2002 Best Animated Feature Oscar. I mean, it's... See, I've seen it. I'm not a big anime fan, but I have seen a few different animes. This Princess Mononoke... Um, there was one that came out in more recent years that had like Tina Fey voiced it. Ponyo. Yeah, Ponyo. I saw Ponyo. Um, so I watched some of these. I'm just not a big anime fan. To me, Spirited Away, it was different, but all animes are kind of different. But it was even different than normal anime. This wasn't like some action. We're not, not like Pokemon right. type anime. It was different than that. To me, it was a little bit slow. It was interesting. I mean, like, I appreciated how unique it was, and I get all of that, but anime is just not my thing, so I thought it was a little bit slow. Yeah, it's not my bag either, but as a film guy, I guess at some point I'm going to have to break down and watch these freaking anime films <laughs> just to mark them off um, the list so I, I like I'm learning more and more about it since we started doing this podcast. Because I really didn't know much about it at all, and yeah. so I'll I'll watch it with you, man. I all like right. Princess. Right, well, Mon- I'm so excited. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like Princess Mononoke more than I like Spirited Away. Well, those are the two biggest ones. Yeah, Spirited Away and Princess there, Mononoke. To me, Spirited Away was a little bit slower, and Princess Mononoke was faster, but still not like Pokemon animation. It's the only thing I can refer back to. Well, Jake and I both had a number five that probably most people haven't seen, anyways. Now let's get to Rachel's number five. Rachel. I am the same with Jacob where I've seen a lot of bits and pieces of these movies, but I, I just honestly, I can't say that I've seen them. In number five, most of my movies are both critically acclaimed and loved by audiences both. And this is probably a good movie, but it's more of like a you were born in this time period and you haven't seen The Goonies. Oh my gosh. Oh. You're a... You're a uh, terrible person. It's just, I mean, the Goonies might be the movie that I've seen the most in you my grew lifetime. Up with, the, with the Goonies, everyone though. should grow up with the I Goonies. I grew up with Sandlot. Unless you were We've born had this before talk. the Goonies, you should grow up with the Goonies. What year did Goonies come out? 
85, I believe. Yeah, that's right. Two. It's your old. I mean, but but by the time it came on video and things like that, you would have been four or five. Three. You, there were plenty of VHS copies hanging around. There's no reason why you didn't. You grow up watching Back to the Future. Yeah. You know what year it came out? Probably eighty three. Since you just nineteen eighty five. Okay. Same year as the Goonies, and that's well, one of your top movies. I'm pretty well, sure. Well, right? was yes. could it be possibly because there were horror elements in it? There's like skulls and stuff. Are you no, saying that Goonies was too scary? You don't know anything just... about the Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm I mean, wondering there's a if... skull in it. I mean, there are skeletons in it, yes. I'm uh, wondering if there's something about the Goonies, because I haven't seen enough of it to let you know, that my mom was opposed to. I mean... Were these, I... Wait, were these kids disrespectful to their parents? Nope. Okay. They were no, adventurous. Um... It's kind of like a, a Hardy Boys kind of thing. Yeah. The Goonies is an amazing movie. And I'm not... An amazing movie. Well, for some reason, I did give it a 9, which I disagree with now. I would give uh, yeah, because like you should a, give it a 10. Like an 8, <laughs> but... Uh, no, I do. Of all the movies on my list, even though the other ones are more important for me to see, I'm most excited about watching The Goonies. Well, if you... No, in all seriousness, if you're between the ages of 30 and 40... You really have, you should have grown up on the Goonies. I mean, there's no way around Talk it. Talk to it my is. mom about it. Make I mean, her feel bad and have sleepless nights about it, Brandon, about how she ruined my childhood by not letting me watch the Goonies. I gave it a 10. I honestly don't know if, you, watching your reaction to E.T. and stuff, not that you said it was terrible because you still gave it an 8.5, because uh, there are parts of the Goonies that are just kind of dumb. Uh, um, like the, um, wrong. not Chunk, who's the big guy with the ears? Sloth. Sloth. Is awesome, and so you'll probably find it kind of stupid. Nope. There are, and there's some kind of poor dialogue I, throughout it. I think nope, that I will wrong. find it. I think fun. this could probably be a, a list of um, forgivable movies for for a lot of people. Real, I mean, just being realistic, except for uh, over here. But uh, <laughs> I, I mean, because there's it's just kind of like a what do you, what do you call it a um, oh shoot when you just blindly just don't care that it, it might be kind of bad, but it's, everyone just loves it. Oh yeah. I know what you're saying. I find, word for it. Uh, I find people my age were more into the Sandlot. I find people that were two to three years older than me, which is the majority of my friends, were really into the Goonies. Like Jessica was super into the Goonies when she was younger, but Beth wasn't. All kids like my age were into the Goonies for sure. I know what you're saying. Right, Sandlot just, was more it's your a generation. Small, it's a small age gap, but I feel like there's a difference in that age gap when it comes to the Goonies for some reason. Yeah, it was definitely the Goonies and then the Sandlot. I get that. I think I would say the Sandlot's better than the Goonies. No. Absolutely not. Wow. Look, look at both up on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm just curious to see what, what critics right. say. I like baseball movies. So. I, re- I really don't know. Uh, see, but you're at an age that's right in between Rachel and me. So you're kind of like, right? I'm 38. Rachel's 38. I grew up watching two. The Goonies, though. But, I mean, I think there's some real corny parts in The Goonies. But there's some great parts in it as well. Uh, now, The Goonies, as far as any sort of horror... I mean... The Fratellis are kind of scary. I mean, they do threaten to put I chunks. Think Sloth hand. is a scary character. Sloth's for young kind people. of scary. The Fratellis, though, they're a crime family, and they threaten to put like chunks hand in the blender. Yeah. Uh, and I guess you could say that Mouth Corey Feldman's character is a little disrespectful. My mom, that was a weird thing. So these all seem like stretches. To me, I agree, personally. but but like if you have like you know super strict parents or as far as movies go, maybe I don't know. Anyways, The Goonies is really really funny. It's really adventurous. It's it's kind of they like, are both rated a seven point eight on the dot on IMDb. On I, are they really? And what? And the Sandlot, which is really high. I mean, that's 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 one point one less than ET. 
Uh, I'm curious that's to see what the that's insane. Yeah, I'm curious to see what the rate on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, I legitimately though feel like The Goonies is a good movie and it still holds up to the humor. I think still holds up. I really want to see the, the sense, Goonies and the sense of adventure. It's certainly a fun movie. I, I I think you'll like it, Rachel, but I don't think you'll like it as much as someone who grew up with it. I I agree with that, but I think that I'll think yeah. it's fun. It's Chunk. I just saw the most amazing thing in my entire life. First, you gotta do the truffle shuffle. Come on, do it. Come on, do it. It's yes, it's an, it's definitely an adventure, and it will probably make me feel you nostalgic. Know, pirate maps and things like that, or oh, it's so much fun here. This and again, like the movies of that generation that were kids' movies, a lot of care was taken, and it's actually I think it was filmed well yeah. and done well. The, the, uh, the camaraderie between the kids is fun. Uh, let me say this. this is the last thing I'm going to say. This is how freaky I was about the Goonies. My my brother and sister and I. We used to art. We watched it so many times. We used to have arguments over who the funniest character was. So we actually watched it once. And each of us picked our favorite character, and we, we marked down every time they were funny. And so at the end, we decided who was the funniest <laughs> character. That's how many times we watched it. Okay, this is interesting. The Goonies is... <laughs> no, I wasn't saying what you weren't. Found in the Ray Bar household. That's, <laughs> that's what we did. Those uh, kids went outside and played. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the, Goonies, the Goonies is rated higher on Rotten Tomatoes. It's 69 compared to 57 for The Sandlot. And weirdly, they, Goonies has 45 reviews and Sandlot has 44. So this is a really good comparison of the two. But listen to the consensus for both of them. The Goonies says, An energetic, sometimes noisy mix of Spielbergian segment and funhouse tricks that will appeal to kids and nostalgic adults alike. So that's a great review for it. But... It may be, sh- this is the one for the Sandlot. It may be shamelessly derivative and overly nostalgic, but the Sandlot is nevertheless a genuinely sweet and funny coming of age adventure. How is that a poor? You actually could say exact same description for the Goonies. Right, that's what I'm saying. They feel very <laughs> interchangeable, so it's yeah. weird that one is fresh and one is rotten, but it's just uh, very. Well, I, th- I think underneath the lines of what they're saying, that it was the Goonies, they're both kind of in the same vein, but the Goonies is just a better movie. I'm not just saying that, but that's what it sounds like to me. Okay. That That's what they're saying. They're both like sweet-natured and fun and... Well, they were and, both like, here's something that's slightly not good about it. But overall, it's a really sweet, nostalgic movie that everybody's going to love. That was the review for both of them. You heard what you wanted to hear. <laughs> you heard that the Goonies is better than nice. We I think we can agree. Both good movies. You, oh, you haven't seen you The Goonies, preferred... so you can't say that yet. I'm... You need to watch The Goonies. Well, they've already told me that it's going to be nostalgic. It's going to appeal to kids and nostalgic adults alike. <laughs> I really, I do want to see The Goonies. I really do. It, I, I would have already watched it if it were streaming somewhere. I've looked for it several times on Netflix. It's crazy. It's, I will, it's crazy you haven't seen The Goonies, even though it's not an Oscar-type movie. Let's, let's I mean, watch that it is right now. Such an iconic. Let's just shut this off and watch it right I now. I would do it. <laughs> Moving okay, on. Okay, we're we got, back. We just watched The Goonies. What do you think now? <laughs> We've got plenty of ground to cover, so we'll keep moving. Jacob, you're number four. It's funny, though. That's probably my most watched movie, and you've never watched it. Jacob, you're number four most shameful movie you haven't seen of all time. This really stinks because I've watched two-thirds of this movie and I, either I fell asleep or I think I had to leave and go somewhere because it's three hours long. 
It's uh, 1979 Apocalypse Now. Really? We, you were talking about it uh, weeks ago, and most of it I, I know. You know, wow. I, I know the story. I know, like, you know, I, smell, I love the smell of napalm in the morning. I have not seen uh, Marlon Brando in it. Yeah, because he's not until the end. You don't right, see him until the right end. Right when I shut it down, uh, Martin Sheen is uh-huh. on a I, some kind of a canoe of some yep. sort going through a river. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah. the last part I saw. Wow, so, were, um, were you not into it enough? No, I know I really enjoyed it. I just never got back to watching it. And this is like five years ago, wow. and so I always see it, you know, available to watch. And it's like, well, I feel like I have to watch it from the beginning, but I don't want to sit through three hours of it, you yeah. know, just to get to Marlon Brando again. So, so, and I end that supposedly the best part of the movie is the Marlon Brando. Yeah, stuff. absolutely, definitely the yeah. the best part of the movie, and it kind of all comes together. So, and... like Robert Duvall, like I thought, all that was pretty cool. But I, I, technically, I've never seen all of the movie. Yeah, that's and, that's a big uh, one. That's so, a big one. Yeah. And of course, it's Francis Ford. Have you seen it, Rachel? I have not. It's, uh, on, it's on my dishonorable mentions list. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's obviously an iconic movie, considered possibly the best war movie of all time, depending on who you talk to. Francis Ford Coppola, I mean, he ruled the 70s. Yeah, I definitely need to see it because of Francis Ford Coppola for no other reason well, yeah, than it, Francis Ford Coppola. What's up with the redo, Redux, or what? Well, I don't understand that. Uh, there's Apocalypse Now and Apocalypse Now Redux, and I never understood that. Yeah, they're, the filming of Apocalypse Now is infamous. I know for... all about. I know all about the filming. I've been to several talks with... Like, I, I've seen Francis Ford Coppola talk on two separate occasions, so obviously a lot of questions that come up are about Apocalypse Now. So I know the whole story behind Apocalypse Now. I've just never actually seen the movie. Your mission is to proceed up the Nung River in a Navy patrol boat. <clears throat> Pick up Colonel Kurtz's path at New Mung Ba. Follow it. Learn what you can along the way. When you find the colonel, infiltrate his team by <clears throat> whatever means available. And terminate the colonel's command. Terminate the colonel. He's out there operating without any decent restraint, totally beyond the pale of any acceptable human conduct. And he's still in the field commanding troops. Terminate with extreme prejudice. You understand, Captain, that this mission does not exist, nor will it ever exist. There's a documentary called The Heart of Darkness, which is about the filming of Apocalypse Now and all the things that mess... I mean, they... It was just so bad. So many bad things Everything happened. Everything went wrong. You Everything mean that the, during the filming of it? During yes. Filming okay. of it. And they, they thought it was just going to end up a disaster. It, it almost made Francis Ford Coppola just get out of the movie business. And then he ends up creating this masterpiece out of all this craziness. And I believe I could be wrong, but I believe the, the redo, the read uh, is... Is a director's cut. Okay, um, that's what I was always wondering. I believe it's a director's cut. So don't watch that. Watch the Apocalypse Now. Yeah, I would say it watch always the seems Apocalypse like Now. Is it Redo or Redux? I don't know how to say it. Yeah. Probably French. Yeah. So Redo. Anyway, um, that's always available to watch as well on Netflix. And it's like, well, because I'm all about watching the originals. I I always default to watch it. I want to see what was presented on the theater screens when it was released, regardless Agreed. of 
how it, you know, right. how it's the director an, wanted it to or didn't want what edits there were. I want to see what was released. Okay. Yep, yeah. agreed. Right. Just curious. No, that's my number four. My yeah. main deterrent for that was it's a war movie. It is, but it's into war movies. But if it's the best war movie, I I like some war movies. It's just harder for me to get motivated to watch them. I mean, yeah, I mean, but if it's the best war movie of all time, and it's Francis Ford Coppola, though it's dark and it's it's really a character study, really of the Martin Sheen character and kind of the depths of darkness that war causes, like on the psyche. Right. I'll watch it. Uh, that's a big one. My number four. Uh. Most shameful because I haven't seen it list. This was the only one uh, that I could pick out that was kind of, kind of an iconic family type movie that most kids grew up watching. I never watched as a kid. It looked boring to me. I had no interest whatsoever. Although I would say most families probably grew up watching it. Swiss Family Robinson. Uh, I've seen it. It's been a long time. Yeah, my really. Mom... So it wasn't a, a because it's a movie that I it's think like, everybody's like seen. Saying, it. It's like saying I have seen uh, Black Stallion. Yeah, you guys have to kind of grow up in that. Yeah, my which mom you did. I mean, which you were I a did. teenager at the time, but <laughs> I mean, but <laughs> it came out in 1960. But it was a Disney film, and it became was, an iconic film. I was gonna say, I remember my mom liking it, but we never really. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even know it was a 60s film. I would have thought it was an it was an 80s film. So yeah, well, because it kind of shows what I know. Uh, right. Because it it's kept, from my mom's childhood. Right, but it kept getting watched and replayed over and over, and became kind of this, you know everlasting time i just never watched it It looked boring to me but here's what happened uh misty and i went to disney world and they have this swiss family robinson kind of tree playhouse and it's it's this whole thing that you can take a tour of this whole swiss family robinson area and we're up there and she's like oh it's just like from the movie when it does this and it was like nah i never Uh, watched the movie but misty's got an old soul (laughs) <laughs> she's kind of she's kind of like a 50 year old and like a 30 year old's body she so does i have... totally buy that misty's all about that seems like the perfect movie for i read misty. the book a lot as a kid i was gonna so... say and i think that might be more because of the books i, don't, see, I, remember, I never read the books i remember I never reading the, the book mo- i never read the books never watched the movie i don't know jack about swiss okay. family robinson that's that's right ostriches right don't they write ostriches I, it's been a long yeah time it's been a long time it. but i do remember reading at it's, least an excerpt from the book, if not the whole thing. It's just those whole family movies that, you know, it's kind of an iconic Yeah, I mean, thing. I feel that same way about, like, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. and. Oh, if I hadn't seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, it might be on my list. I mean, it's... I, 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 I've seen a lot of movies. I can't believe you've seen that movie. I've never I've never <laughs> been in a situation... It was kind of the first time when we were up in that treehouse... And all these, and it wasn't just Misty. All these other people around too were like, "Oh, it's like this." And some of them were, you know, were younger, they little kids. I younger wonder than if, me. I wonder if it's really the book over the movie, though. I don't know, but I mean, the movie was a big deal. I know, I, but I, I wonder it if it's still a big deal. I don't well, think I kids are up. still watching Swiss yeah. Family Robinson. Here, here's the uh, the poster for it. They're riding an ostrich, a zebra, yeah. and an elephant. I mean, inflated for adjusted, which is the uh, inflated adjusted for inflation box office wise, which is the best way to look at right. kind of historical movies. It'd be the number eighty five uh, biggest movie of all time. It would have made four hundred thirty seven million by today's standards, which would have put it right above Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, wow. Attack of the Clones, Mrs. Doubtfire, Aladdin, 
Toy Story 3, Ghost, and The Hunger Games. It's right above those. So, I mean, it was a huge movie. Well, I'm and just wondering. it's kind of stood the test of time. It was the first time I've been in a situation where I was the one that was like, oh, I don't get it. Like, I'm not in on this. I don't understand well, like the references. Misty got you for once. Yeah, she got me. <laughs> but I really feel like it might be the books. Just because I'm at the age now where my friends are having kids and none of them are watching Swiss Family Robinson. Like, I don't know how this continues to be a thing. From the movie, because I don't think any of my friends were really into Swiss Family Robinson either. So it might be the book. I think it was, I don't know. I don't know. I it just might, I'm just saying it was a big deal at the time, but I wonder if it continues in popularity because of the book over the movie. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. No, neither. I don't understand. I want to hear Rachel's number four. Yeah, let's hear a far more embarrassing number four. Okay. I'm really glad that Misty bested you on something now, by the way. <laughs> just a side note. Uh, my number four. Four okay, like after number five, it gets really iffy about what's more shameful at this point. <laughs> but I'm gonna go with Goodfellas. Oh uh, gosh, isn't that ridiculous? That's Jacob's a- rubbing his forehead. There it is. See, there already, it is. I've already, a lot of these I've probably already heard you say, and I've gotten mad at you. Oh for, yeah, so my we've, reaction is we've been round be and round about. I mean, this. I've I've given her a lot of crap for never. Do you like mafia Goodfellas. movies? I mean, shut it. No, I mean, I'm serious. No, I thought you said that because it is my favorite genre of movies. It is? Okay. Yeah, I love mafia I stories. They're that. the best. Oh, my God, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, and what's so funny about it's that? It's so good. It's considered it's so behind good. The Godfather and Godfather 2. It's considered the next best mafia guys. movie of all it's, time. In my opinion, it is the best mafia movie of all time. Well, you're probably wrong. Uh, I, but... I mean, I love The Godfather, but it's just the, what's so cool about Goodfellas is the style is such polar opposite of the Godfather. Right. Godfather's slow pace, whatever. And then you have Goodfellas, which is just wild music, drugs. I mean, you know, all kinds of just violent murders. I mean, it's Scorsese to a T. It's, um, it's so good. I, I don't know how this one has slipped mm. past me, in all honesty, because I do love mafia stories. They're, I find... Mafia movies, fascinating. I love just the way... I, I love the code. I love the way they work. Like, they're outlaws, but I understand it's their just, rules. Their rules make sense in some sort of twisted way that doesn't really... I mean, you can't really get by with that stuff. But I understand where they're coming from. Yeah. And I, it still I, I really up. don't know. I think it holds up so oh, well it absolutely now. holds up. I mean, uh, when, yeah. when it, came, it came out in 1990, so I was still a kid, but... There, that's still no excuse yeah, because no as excuse. an adult, I really love mafia movies the, and I didn't the years, backtrack. Uh, you've seen some clips from it and things like that. Even oh, like yeah. the famous I, Joe Pesci. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 I amuse you. I'm yeah. a clown. clown. Yeah. <laughs> really funny. <laughs> really funny. Uh, what do you mean I'm funny? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny, you know. It's a good story. It's funny. You're a funny guy. <laughs> what do you mean? You mean the way I talk? What? <laughs> Just you know, you it's you're just funny. It's you know the way you tell the story and everything. Funny how? I mean, what's funny about it? Tommy, you no, know, you got it all wrong. He's... Oh, oh, Anthony, he's a big boy. He knows what he said. What'd you say? You're right. Funny how? Just... What? Just you know, you're you're funny. <laughs> you mean? So? Let me understand this, because I you know maybe it's me. I'm a little fucked up, maybe. But I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? I'm not just... Do you know how you tell a story? What? No, no, I don't know. You said it. How do I know? You said I'm funny. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. (laughs) 
Get the fuck out of here, to Tommy. You <laughs> motherfucker! I almost had him. I almost had him. Stuttering, yeah, stuttering prick. Yeah. Frankie, was he shaking? I wonder about you sometimes, Henry. You may fold under questioning. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've seen I've seen bits and pieces here and there, but has a really really famous tracking shot when Ray oh, Liotta yeah. and uh, Lorraine Bracco enter a restaurant. Really famous. Uh, gosh, there's so many because good of scenes. the use of red in it. But that was actually one of the ones I showed in my film class. Yeah, and and you love The Sopranos. It's your favorite TV show. I know, was, like half of the cast comes from. Yeah, Nicholas. it does. Christopher Maltesante. One it's of the true. famous scenes also <laughs> yeah, is where right. Joe Pesci shoots at Christopher Maltesante accidentally. Well, I don't. I don't. No, I, mean, I, I was like, "What are you dying?" I, I mean, I read a lot of that. Yeah, it's, when the Soprano. When I was watching the Sopranos, it was really kind of a precursor yeah. to Sopranos in that it was the first look at kind of the modern mafia, whereas the Sopranos, you know, covered right. that. Um, it was kind of the first time that a movie had covered a modern, well, it, as far as like being done really well, uh, modern mafia, whereas, you know, all the movies before were kind of old school forties mafia. Uh, it's such good, it's funny, obviously a lot of action, the drama. I mean, it's, it's Scorsese, cool De Niro. Since also since it's based on true events. Right. It's such a cool story. I have well. no excuse for this. Of all the movies that are on there, this is the one that I'm most jazzed about watching. Like, I want to I wanna watch The Goonies because I think I'm going to enjoy it. But I know Goodfellas is going to be a movie that I love oh, yeah. and want to continue to watch. It might become one of my favorite movies of all time. It's a 10 out of I 10. Watch it. Uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, it's, I mean... Uh, Goodfellas or E.T.? Goodfellas for me. Yeah, probably. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they're totally different, but I mean, obviously. <laughs> like, I have to say that. For anyone who doesn't it's, know, it's this, story, this family mind. movie about was... an alien is different than this mafia <laughs> film. <laughs> this mafia film. Kills uh, each other. Uh, you, what's crazy about it, uh, Dances with Wolves beat it out for Best Picture in 1990, and it's, again, one of those Which kind I of love retro- Dances with Wolves. So do I. people were, a lot of people were irate Oh, the, it, yeah. It, it made probably a lot of people. so. Probably so. It, if Good it were, or, sorry, Goodfellas yeah. has held up better over time. If it was, again, if they were redo oh, the Oscars. I, I dances, dances with Wolves, with wolves all the time. I oh, love it's it. great. But I think from... Tatanka. From yeah. a pulp culture perspective, and and like as far as like how to talk about yeah. how well they stood the test of time, I think Goodfellas even more so. I I have no defense. Yeah, this that's is, this that's is very shameful. I don't yeah. I don't think you'll be disappointed. It's it's no, an awesome I'm, movie. I'm super jazzed yes. about watching it. Jacob, your number three most shameful you haven't seen it film. Someone picked me up off the floor after that. Um, all right, now y'all kind of know this that I've only ever seen like. Like basically one Hitchcock film, uh, yes, which is Vertigo. Is... So this really yeah. kind of goes through the entire thing of Hitchcock. But I've never seen the original Psycho, which makes that... this even worse wow. because I've seen the '96 wow. or '77. Wow, you <laughs> got me on that one. Yeah, I, I, I think I've seen maybe a couple parts of it. I certainly remember the uh. blonde in the car, but I've never officially seen Psycho. Oh, Jake, wow. it hurts. Get on that. And so that also kind of goes with every Hitchcock movie as well. I've yeah. only seen Vertigo with you all. Actually. I mean, I haven't yeah. I haven't seen a lot of Hitchcock movies, don't get me wrong, but I have I'm, seen Psycho. I feel pretty bad about that one. I certainly recognize it's important to the film industry and how you know Hitchcock did things differently, and I've seen clips through the years, and but as far as watching it from beginning to end, it's... Jacob, yeah. it's... Okay, I've seen a lot of Hitchcock. Psycho is my favorite. It holds up the test of... T- I've watched Psycho a lot. It does, because I did watch it in later, probably in like my early to mid-20s. So yeah, Misty had never seen it. She watched it with me, 
and she got scared. Like a lot of the older horror movies, you know, you watch them, they're kind of cheesy. They're like, they don't scare you. You can appreciate them for whatever, uh, but they don't hold up. But Psycho, I mean, it's iconic for a reason. It, it did change the whole horror genre. It, it took it to another place I've never been to. Hitchcock changed the way suspense and horror was done with Psycho. And the Norman Bates character obviously has become so well-known and iconic. But the twist in it, the See, horror in it, Here's what's nuts about it, is that I it, know the entire the storyline, especially it. since they did a shot-for-shot shot in the right. 7798 yeah, version. It's even spoiled. Yeah. So I've, I've so been spoiled. I know exactly uh, what happened shot-for-shot, shot, just not in black and white. Why did you watch the remake? Because I'm because I liked Vince Vaughn at the time. Oh, oh that's a terrible reason. I know. I understand. I forgive you. That was before you became a film buff, so I was forgiven. But seriously, as a film buff, you have to watch Psycho. And I and I would say that even to non-film buffs, just Psycho is good to anyone. And don't be afraid of being black and white. Don't be afraid of it being old. It stands the test. It, it's in my probably. It'd be in my top twenty favorite movies of all time. Period. Yeah. Well, I, I have nothing to say. But she's harmless. She's as harmless as one of those stuffed birds. I am sorry. I, I only felt... It seems she's hurting you. I meant well. People always mean well. They cluck their thick tongues and shake their heads and suggest oh so very delicately. Of course, I've suggested it myself, but I hate to even think about it. She needs me. It's not as if she were a, a maniac, a raving thing. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. Haven't you? That's, that's, I know, I know it's bad. That's shameful. That's, <laughs> that's, that's shameful. That's, As someone who's really ashamed of herself, that's... The... Uh... That's actually the most shameful one so far. I'd say that's worse yeah. than Goodfellas and Goonies. Well, I think it's just because that I, I saw the, the the second one, the reboot. Yeah, that really I sucks. I mean, I understand. I totally understand I that sentiment. Worse. It kind of... It's hard to like get really excited to watch something once you feel like you've kind of watched it. Yeah, story. once you know what know happens. exactly what happens. Yep. I'm gonna run into that with with a movie with Don't my trust number me, one. I'm kind of bummed out about it, and I know y'all's passion for Hitchcock. Oh, and, I and love Psycho, Hitchcock. So. Psycho is listed as number 14 all time by the American Film Institute, number 36 on the IMDb top 250. You gotta watch it. Gotta yeah. do it. My number three most shameful movie of all time that I haven't seen. <coughs> this kind of like yours was Psycho, but all Hitchcock movies. Mine is The Great Dictator slash City Lights slash Modern Times slash The Gold Rush slash The Kid. All, all the those Charlie, Charlie Chaplin movies. All the Charlie Chaplin oh, movies. Oh, you have the most exciting <laughs> list, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've seen some. I was sitting there going, what I've, movies are these? I've <laughs> seen The Great Dictator and Gold Rush, I think. Okay. I, um, because MJ likes Charlie Chaplin, and she went through a little Charlie Chaplin phase, so when I was hanging out with MJ, I saw that. MJ's one of our friends, and that's so funny because I really like Charlie Chaplin. 
I've watched the documentary about Charlie Chaplin. I like watching I clips. Too. I watch clips of Charlie Chaplin. I like him as I've read about Charlie Chaplin a lot on Wikipedia and things like that. I've got into it. I love the movie Chaplin about Charlie Chaplin. I've seen it and watched it with Robert <laughs> Downey Jr. But actual Charlie Chaplin films I've never seen. And they're all I mean, I need to watch them because I'm a film buff and I consider myself a film guy, a scholar, an elitist. And those were the pioneering movies. They were silent films. They set the precedent it's, for... I mean, in your defense, they're a little bit difficult to get into. And once yes. you've seen one, you've kind of seen them all. Exactly. So I can watch them and I can be like, oh, that's great physical humor. Like, I appreciate this. But it's hard to sit down and like, I'm going to watch Charlie Chaplin's greatest hits because <laughs> it's it's just hard to get into that in this day and age. It just is. So as a film buff, you kind of have to watch them. But it, yeah, I'm going to piggyback on that real quick because honestly, as a film hound, I could give two shits about watching any Charlie Chaplin movie. <laughs> I just don't care. I, I feel like you should at least look, watch one. It doesn't look interesting at all to me. To I don't, I've never it. had a desire to watch it. Maybe I should, and so maybe one day someone will talk me into it. I just don't really care. See, and that's and that's which kind of sad, but you know, I do care, and it bothers me that I have, but I just can't. Like we had the same feeling about it as far as I just. Can't get it. I don't want to watch them. I just don't have a desire to we watch them. We need other things for me to watch. And especially, but you think like they were the early films, the silent like films. Full House. You would, th- <laughs> <laughs> you would think they would be like twenty minutes long or thirty minutes long, they're but they're not. full hour yeah, and a half, two hour movies. films. And there's and what's so funny is I love the artist, which was a silent film that was made a couple years ago. I thought it was great, and it was, and I loved it. But I just yeah, can't. we disagreed on this too because I did not like that movie. Oh, I, I loved, loved it. Way overrated. It. Oh, I loved it, but way overrated. But I just because it was a black and white silent film. Yeah, but it the storyline <laughs> yeah. to me the storyline was better than what I remember of Gold Rush of the Great Detective. Right, and that's the thing. and I know that the storyline is going to be simple uh, they to are. these Charlie Chaplin films, and I know I know what they're going to and like you said, I know that it's going to be kind of like you've seen one, you've seen them all, but all all of them are in the top 150 of the IMDb list. Most of them are in the top 75 or so. Uh, three are in the AFI list. But I know it's all just from a historical level. It is. And so I get that. So it's hard to watch. What's so funny is I've, I've watched some of those, uh, the first movies of all time, like that were made in like I watched 1897, like a train pulls up to the station. Yeah. And it's like a 20 second That was the first movie train. ever made. First movie ever made. Yeah. And I've seen it and checked it off the list. I mean, I just, the, you've seen it. It's like I mean, a 12 it's, second it, clip of a train pulling yeah. up to a station and that's yeah. it. That sounds so, and uh, then, sounds great. <laughs> and then what was the other one? The, the Hugo one. Yeah. The, the man the on the moon. moon, the or, moon. Yeah. The man on the moon. Which I've is seen that. on, which is on Netflix. Now you can stream it. It's yeah. like, it's like 20 minutes, I think. Yeah. But yeah, I've watched all that. Watched I'm really that, interested just, in the history of film. Yeah. So I appreciate it from that aspect, but really they're, they're kind of all the same. I would rather just watch smashing pumpkins tonight, tonight. That's just me. <laughs> That's my take That's on that. That's pretty close. That's pretty close. <laughs> Rachel, something far more embarrassing. I don't know though, if you're going to be able to beat Psycho. Let's see. Uh, your number three most shameful movie you haven't seen of all time. Let's go with Schindler's List. It's pretty bad. Oof. That's pretty okay. bad. Okay. It's a little... We all know what Schindler's List is about. It's heavy. Yeah. At no point am I like, hey, I'm having a pretty good day. I think I'm going to ruin my night and watch Schindler's List. <laughs> I mean, it was, it, to me, I, <laughs> I mean, you really have to be in the mood to just, I, I feel like destroying my night. I'm going to watch Schindler's List now. How many times are you in the mood to watch something like that? Which is what I was told about the movie Dear Zachary. Like, 
You feel like bawling your eyes out? You feel like wanting to ruin your life? Just watch Dear Zachary. But you did watch Dear Zachary. I did because there was something very bad going on at the time. So we need, so you need to find a time where some stuff's going bad and just watch. I don't think I, I don't know. I don't know. Zachary, I never heard of it. It's it's a documentary about. uh, I don't want to ruin it for you, but it's it's when it came out, it was kind of labeled as like this will tear you down emotionally unlike anything you've ever seen and that is it's, true is it about the holocaust or something no no oh, it's, okay. it's a personal story about a father and a son and some murder okay type things Have you, did you ever it's watch real it life. yes okay yeah it's uh it's really sad so really i know we really do like sad. a lot of favorite lists and uh, like our you know our personal favorites but if i were to ever make a list of like top five like legit best best i mean like from a critic standpoint whatever i'm pretty sure shinner's list would be in my top five like it's beautiful it's amazing i'm yeah. okay and it's um, black and white this is right well, I, I, really I, girl I, I don't care if it's black and white just oh, that's just yeah, here's something thing. too girl. here's a reservation that i have or is it the red it's, it's not an easy watch but it's I, i'm sure i'm sure that it's beautiful is it kind of slow yeah yeah it's slow and but, it's pretty Ralph, long, Ralph too, Fiennes right? Ralph is yeah. fantastic. That's what I was going to say. And, but because uh, Ray Fiennes is so yeah. evil, uh, he makes it less slow than it could be because he is a really fascinating character. And really, you, I mean, from a, I guess, a human standpoint, just to see how you know the Jews retreated and during all this, right. I mean, you really, I mean, I did, you get invested in the story yeah. and you're really pulling... For these these people who are just continuously just going through, yeah. Well, I've watched uh, a lot of documentaries about. As far as shameful it. movies goes, I mean, I certainly understand why it, you know, because we didn't really say this earlier, by the way, with Rachel's list, she doesn't really have them in order because so she's kind of working it out. I would put Goodfellas way ahead of that. <laughs> well, I just I, feel like it, but but it's supposed to be. It, it really is regarded as one of the best movies of all time. I, I would put it in front of any Charlie Chaplin, Citizen Kane. Well, Brandon's list I mean, is not very honestly. I, I would I would whatever. even consider putting it in front of Godfather. Because, oh. But because I think it's it's really that good, especially for a historical standpoint, how well done it was. Um, from a, yeah, technical standpoint, and. Uh, I, I, I think it's a, I think it's a beautiful, amazing movie. Oh, oh, and there's an amazing um, score that goes along with yeah. it. Yeah, it's just a simple. I mean, the violin score. I think I've heard it. Before. If you heard it, oh, it's, yeah. it's awesome. I mean, well, I don't think there's really anything wrong with Schindler's List. And the character of Oscar Schindler and what he goes through, and Liam Neeson is fantastic he in is. this too. Before becoming this action star, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, That's what's so weird about him. He's so great in it too, but his character and what he goes through and. And seeing where he began and where he ends up, uh, and the and the last scene is just so heartbreaking and awesome yeah, and, yeah. and inspiring, but at the same time tragic. That's it. You can finish that page. What did good say about this? You just. Told him how many people you needed, and you're not buying them. You're buying them, you're paying him for each of these names. If you were still working for me, I'd expect you to talk me out of it. It's costing me a fortune. Finish the page and leave one space at the bottom. 
list is an absolute good. The list is life. All around its margins lies the gulf. It's also it's such a long movie. It's too. a long like, movie. It's I'm going to subject white. myself to this terribleness, like not the movie, but the situation. Yeah, it's heavy for it's three and a half hours. You know, that kind of be, is, is a running theme throughout our lists because I know others will come up that are long movies. I mean, but it is, it's Apocalypse harder. Now, a long movie. Sure, yeah. so movie. Goodfellas, long movie. Yeah. Um, uh, some in the future, I know they're coming long movies. So Sometimes it's harder to get motivated to just know that you're going to have to invest that much time. Yeah. Into I have a couple honorable mentions but... I know are long movies. Yeah. So I, I understand why. It's, it, it's definitely shameful you haven't watched it. Absolutely. Won the Best Picture Oscar in 1993. Best amazing director. movie. Best right. Amazing movie. And it definitely should be on your list but i understand more so why you haven't watched this one than your others these are some of the reasons why spielberg is my number one director i mean certainly sharing this list right one of the main reasons i i will watch it i've just got to be in the mood to devote three and a half hours to depression so you'll never watch it there's (laughs) yeah i mean there's some things that are just so interesting from a historical perspective of uh the the links that they went to to hide, like I'm talking about the shitter mm-hmm. scene. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, the hide their jewelries, like they would, they would fold jewelry up in bread and swallow it to, you know, to. I mean, it's just from a historical perspective, it's right. just so interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, um, I, I'm interested in that, in everything. But like I get that. it. Like, I, get I watched it. I mean, a lot of documentaries a lot of, on it. And... A lot of violence, but maybe that's why it's so great that it's black and white. But it, boy, it still hits at home sometimes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jacob. Very authentic. <laughs> yeah. Jacob, your number two most shameful you haven't seen it movie. Oh, gosh. I've seen so many clips of this movie, but I've never officially seen it all the way through. And I really don't know if I want to, but I need to. It's The Exorcist. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Two, I, two horror movies back to back. Well, that, I know you're not a huge horror fan, ha- so that's yeah, probably... That, that's something to do with it, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know if it just was a... Tough. I mean, I, I I think I've seen it with the sound off, not all of it. Just I mean, like I said, I've seen a, a lot of it. I certainly know a lot of the graphic parts of it. There are just some core just horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> There's just some core horror movies that you need to have seen, though. Right. Psycho, Exorcist, The Shining, uh, The Shining, definitely. Halloween. Yes. Uh, I've seen Halloween, which I Friday really like, the 13th. by the way. And that's the thing about most of these original horrors is that I generally like them after I've seen them. Right. It's just um, hard to get motivated to... The, what I do know about The Exorcist is like, you know, how they, man, how they can manipulate you with music. Right. And of course, right. there's so much... Uh, and I can kind of talk about this because I know enough about it, but how there is... I mean, they just catch you with just this screwed up nature of the subject right <laughs> yeah yeah well and i mean my mother i know she walked out of it i think a lot of people walked out of the exercise oh i wouldn't oh, be man. surprised i don't i'm Big not time. i don't really like watching demonic movies because that's something to me that just is too close sure. like uh but i still think you need to see the original exorcist i don't i haven't watched this exorcism of oh i would never so and so and so and so and so who all the other ones that they've done i don't care about those i care about the one the original one right yeah i I think i I know what it's done for the industry for the genre you probably should have seen too Uh, you know i've actually seen the reboot i never saw the original (laughs) what's up stop watching reboots jacob (laughs) yeah um but i i know what the exorcist has done for not just the well yeah for, for the genre but um but that's where some of these older 
horror movies are so much better than the, the, the crap they put out now. They're much oh, better because sure. again, they're, they're making real films instead of just like how how many times can we make the audience? They're not jump, jump scares. Yeah, I'm not yeah. so sure, you know I'm not saying the Exorcist could happen, but it seems a lot more realistic than yeah jump scares. And well, yeah, and like I that. believe I believe the Exorcist really can happen, and and I think for me that's what makes it even scarier, and probably for a lot of people. Uh, makes it even scarier. It's it's a it's a graphic movie. It's a horrifying movie, um, and it, it's one of those movies that you just feel. Ugh, it's uneasy. It. It's an uneasy Une- watch. Yes, it is. You want to hear a totally random fact about that movie? Okay, so the song "Tubular Bells." Mm-hmm. Have you ever listened to the full version of it? It's like thirty minute lo- thirty minutes long, and actually, there's it showed two up parts on a it. Spotify playlist. There's there's two parts to. to it, and so really technically, it's like an hour long. But the the first part that's thirty minutes long is like one of my secretly favorite. Really, um, I don't know if it's because it's, it's not really piece. not just a score. But have you heard it all the way through? I don't think I've heard the whole it's thing. It's crazy good. I mean, totally kind of late seventies where they're kind of learning yeah. synthesizers and things like that. Right. It is awesome, and it's kind of for a personal reason that I won't get into. But I love it, and I can listen on repeat all the time, especially when I'm working and stuff. Uh, if you ever think about it. Which, why would you think about The Exorcist? But, like, say while you're working and whatever. That's where it popped up, was good... one of my instrumental playlists. Yes, exactly. Working, and yeah. it's a good 30 minute, like, almost trip with kind of what they do with the music. But it, it's awesome. And it's not just like that tubular bell is going over and over and over, right, like in the first right. couple minutes. It goes way down this whole other path that you would never see coming. Uh, really good. That's just a random fact. Another random fact, speaking of um, kind of sound in the movie, did you know that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, they incorporated some subliminal sounds and messages in the movie. I would never know that now. Yeah, that was that was kind of a big deal at the time and kind of uncovered. Uh, I know that at one point they like incorporate some subliminal like uh, pig screaming at <laughs> one point. It's twisted. Uh, like some short little clips of things. Like so, so not only. Like it, Brad, all Brad, Pitt, kinda, Brad Pitt penis flash right in the middle yeah. of the scene. <laughs> <laughs> all these things kind of add, though, to the uneasiness of it. And then you have this little girl, Linda Blair's playing. Like, not only all these other things, but you have a the victim as a little girl being possessed right. by the ultimate villain, the devil. So the ultimate kind of innocent victim, a little girl, and then the devil. I mean, it's just such an uneasy watch. But it is a really good movie. It's really scary, and you absolutely should watch it. Yep. It's a good choice for for your list, uh, but yeah, you really need to watch it. Hmm. Well, I will eventually. <laughs> yeah. Two most shameful I haven't seen it movie, and you guys have already given me crap for this. Uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yeah, this is really I didn't necessarily me. give you crap for it. Well, I, I found out about this last week, so my reaction was much worse last week. <laughs> uh, I'm was, just, I, I'm still in disbelief about this. It was this. pretty harsh. Um, Jacob was pretty harsh about this. Go ahead and say whatever you're going to say. Well, whereas my other three are probably ones that most people are like, eh, whatever, that's not that shameful. They're shameful to me, but this one is just pretty shameful overall. Uh, it was 
Film uh, came out in 1968. Of course, it's Stanley Kubrick. Here's the thing with 2001. I've tried watching it on several occasions. I would say probably five times. I know I rented it from Blockbuster when it was still around two or three times. I've tried to stream it once, um, and I just cannot. I love the the beginning with the with the monkeys and the bones and the score. Yeah, that's an iconic scene. I know it. But then you just get to these shots where it's just so. It's like it watching is, paint it is dry. A, it is a it is a test of will yes. and patience. And I I like watch it and I get kind of what I love about it. <laughs> I get mad at Stanley Kubrick as I'm watching. I'm like you're just you are just testing. You're you're just doing this for the sake of doing this to see if I would stick around. And I'm not going to. You know, I've tried. There's, there's so much theory. Have you seen it, Rachel? Yeah, I've okay, seen yeah. There's so much theory and all the stuff that goes behind this movie. And I am not the right person to defend it from that perspective. Mm-hmm. But from a technical filming perspective, right. which I know you recognize this yes. stuff. Uh, especially, gosh, what year was it? 60? 68. I know I it was mean, so pioneering. When he does like the, yes. Uh, yeah. The gravity type ship and like those tracking, sh- their tracking shots are amazing, especially in that, that kind of rotating gravity ship. Um, yeah, and they wait. Things that, you know, you, maybe you did or didn't get to. Yes, it, it's it's a very patient movie, super slow moving. It's not your typical sci fi by any regards, but I think that's what makes it great because, you know, sci fi is kind of a cliche genre can be in this doesn't really tap into that it's more of like a psyche especially when you deal with hal and i can't think of the the two other astronauts yeah uh, and throughout those scenes and i'm you're i'm sure you're familiar with how yeah i'm familiar with well. the story and how and uh, i love 2001 mostly for the technical aspects and Which I mean, that that part of it is totally understandable yeah uh, uh, there's some weird stuff that happens in like the last 15 minutes that i know a lot of people can just fast forward right. through with and you wouldn't lose anything from it yeah. um, um it won oscar winner for best effects and special visual effects Okay, cool. So, yeah. I get it from that standpoint, but I also understand Brandon's take on it. Even though I have seen it because my family liked it, I, I thought it was really boring. Well, it goes like, along with really what we were saying. Slow. It's a three-hour movie. Yeah. You know? It's a three-hour movie that's that doesn't that's ha- so that, that, slow. Not a whole lot happens. It, it, not a lot happens. Like, I mean, I sat there, and I just my memory of it from all the times I've tried to watch it, and I've tried so many times because I know I have to watch it. I mean, it's... Number 15 on the AFI list. It's number 94 on IMDb. Like she said, it won a couple of Oscars. It was nominated for four. Uh, but I, And it's Kubrick. Well, from a storyline perspective, just, and this is where I can't defend it, you know, it's, it's, it's the things, it's elements like the monolith. You're right. What does it mean? Star Child, what does it mean? Right. I think people, a lot of people mostly clearly get like the, the presence or the movement of, of uh, Ape to, you know, space right and like that transition that's fine but it's more so these these other mysteries that are never explained in the movie and you know especially for a movie that was made in the 60s that no one had probably ever seen anything like this right it blew minds oh yeah you know the, the and that's theater what, and at the time Kubrick was one of the ones who can get away with doing that back then you know i mean that probably it's kind of goes along with a lot of some of these older movies that we're talking about these are just things that just didn't happen back then, and so that's why it's still being talked about, especially things like the monolith and the star child. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. What's the problem? I think you know what the problem is just as well as I do. What are you talking about, Hal? This mission is too important for me to allow you to jeopardize it. I don't know what you're talking about, Hal. 
I know that you and Frank were planning to disconnect me. And I'm afraid that's something I cannot allow to happen. Where the hell did you get that idea, Hal? Dave, although you took very thorough precautions in the pod against my hearing you, I could see your lips move. Hell. I'll go in through the emergency airlock. Without your space helmet, Dave, you're going to find that rather difficult. Hal, I won't argue with you anymore. Open the doors. Dave, this conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. I just never even got to those points because I had to look at a spaceship so, for so like slow. 20 minutes with nothing happened. I think I'm that's like, cool. I mean, I like, cool. I mean, I get that at the time, just seeing a spaceship and those shots and things like that were probably pretty awe-inspiring to a crowd and an audience. But watching it, you know, I tried to watch it probably in 1990, 1995, and 2000, 2005, 2010. It seems like every five years or so, I try to give it another watch and I just which, can't sit which through Which parts it. do you kind of generally turn it off at? I mean, honestly... Uh, I would say about 30 minutes in every time, I'm just like, forget it. I, I can't do this. It's just so slow. It's just, I'm looking at a spaceship very, for 30 minutes slow. with nothing happening. I'm like, I mean, okay, Star Wars, for instance. Let's say that all these things, you know, it was pioneering and, and all these things. But if you just had to look at a spaceship for the first 30 minutes without Yoda showing up, Without first time you know, Yoda's done in Star Wars. Next, <laughs> okay. Without Darth Vader showing up, or without uh, R two D two showing up, and no dialogue is happening, and all I'm looking at is a spaceship for thirty minutes. I would have never got to Darth Vader because I would have turned the freaking. Oh thing well, it's kind of like watching a wedding scene in the beginning of Godfather for thirty minutes, isn't it? Oh, just people dancing. <laughs> but, and but there's no, but there's dialogue and they're setting uh, up there the is characters. A bit of it, fine, but, they're yeah, setting but up the characters. You can see my angle on that. I see what you're saying. I do see what you're saying, but but. He's very specifically setting up all the characters. Maybe they're and their setting role up how space family. can be slow and not a whole lot happens in space. Oh, it, that makes me want to watch a movie about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying. Maybe I mean there is some elements behind there though that he's just kind of establishing that you know if these you could have a spaceship in in, in space, you know, like it would probably be like that. Slow moving, takes forever to get anywhere. You know, not a whole lot of people on the space shuttle. Who knows? I don't know what I'm talking about. But. <laughs> Um, but, you, these, but you, but it kind of does make sense from a certain perspective. One of these days, I'm going to watch it all the way through, but I, I just haven't been able to do it so far. The most frustrating thing about 2001 is the monolith. It's just like, I mean, what does it mean? Is it to create chaos? Right. There's some confusing parts of it. Rachel, your number two most shameful you haven't seen it film. Casablanca. Hey, I, I, not, I, not, it's no, been years since I've seen it, outraged. and I don't remember parts of it. Uh, I think it's certainly something for the older generations because well as a movie buff you really you, you have, have to, to watch, watch casablanca. casablanca i mean you you have to it's it's the romance story of all time it's i didn't yeah. i didn't get that vibe when i watched it you know 10 years ago i actually really liked casablanca watching it as you know as an adult now i will say i need to rewatch it i i think what's so good about it for me the the 
it's so quotable. Obviously, I mean, it's got like 20 right. all-time yeah. quotes. Yeah. All the gin joints in the world. Yeah, all the Come gin on. joints. Uh, we'll always have Paris. Here's looking at you, kid. Yeah. I think there's the beginning of a beautiful I don't like friendship. romances. It don't. But, but it's romance, but but also the... Uh, what do ca- you like, Rachel? <laughs> <laughs> Mafia movies. I will say, going back to 2001, that's another thing. I'm not huge on sci-fi either, yeah, so that, yeah. that plays a part. But uh, back to Castle I've learned Blanca. that about both of you uh, the uh, Humphrey Bogart character is he's a pretty cool character I mean he kind of plays this kind of suave cool I didn't but, love I mean, Casablanca but, but looking at all those older movies and the iconic ones I think it actually holds up pretty well uh, that's, because of the that's screenplay that's what I've been told is that it holds up uh, some of those not so much some of them are kind of cheesy now but Casablanca is still I guess you're right what was that 40s 42 I yeah, yeah. so that's a good point because when I was watching that uh, the man who shot Liberty Valance, corny, but Casablanca really wasn't. It, yeah, it, was, re- it was written really well. Yeah, right. It was written really well. It really holds up. Uh, I, I really like Casablanca, and it definitely is one that is shame. I mean, I, I think it number two on the list. It's is well deserved because as a film person, maybe the common person, it would be fine and respectable not to have seen Casablanca. But if you're a movie person, you have to see Casablanca. It's if people put Godfather at number one, Casablanca is usually about three or it four is. behind exactly. it. it is. Exactly. Exactly. Casablanca is always near the top. Citizen yeah. Kane's always near the top. Godfather's right. always near the top. It's always those three. Yep. You always see those three. So, in some so sort you of have order to see. I mean, you have yeah. to see all of those. Yeah. So that's yeah, definitely. Andy T. <laughs> Not even on the top two fifty. Yeah, yeah. Still really shameful though. Now I am excited and curious to see where this is gonna go. Oh, you all know my number one. It's it's a it's a wonderful life. Oh gosh, um, that's so crazy. I certainly know most of the story, but for some crazy reason, when it's on TV I, or when it was on around Christmas, I never watch it. Um, I. In a way, I never kind of wanted to because I love watching a Christmas story and some of those other I Christmas know. movies. Okay, I haven't and... seen it either. Okay, uh, awesome. Well, here's the uh, deal. Every year, every year, mom's like, let's watch It's a Wonderful Life. And my brother and my dad are both like, Ugh. Honestly, this, the, the, gets the title is just so time. like, push it on you. It's so wonderful. And I get it's, I get it's ironic, you know. It insists uh, upon itself. It insists upon itself. <laughs> <laughs> What's that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, It's a Wonderful Life is wonderful. It's crazy I haven't seen it. It's crazy. I don't know how you couldn't just accidentally see this Mom movie. Mom certainly Either tried. One of you. Mom certainly tried. And I don't care. It holds up. I don't think up. my family knows. I think they just assumed I did. I mean, it was never really on in my they're house. They're going to know now. But I, but I know that my sister has it. It gets vetoed every know. year at my house. My it mom certainly an, tries. It's an incredible movie. It holds up. You have to see it. There's no excuse. I don't excuse. know if I want to listen to Jimmy Stewart. Just all, I mean, his, I mean, his voice is already <laughs> annoying enough as it is. <laughs> Uh, but bring it a Christmas Emporium. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, you. Uh, yeah, you, I mean, I've seen all those scenes in other movies that, no, that show no, no. because it's well, so. Well, they iconic. do. They do there show so in every Christmas movie. And knockoffs and all that. Every Christmas movie. That's what they're watching. They're, they're watching. <laughs> yes, it's one because it, it because is it the, is the Christmas movie. I get it. It is. Yeah. No, I, I know it, at the end of it. He runs I promise you, hand to heart, it holds up. It's. Jimmy Stewart character, his character is one of the all-time good guys in movies. Like and like what he does, when he sacrifices, the family man he is, how he loves and cares for other people. Uh, 
he's just one of the all-time good guys that you can root for and cheer for and get behind in a movie. And then you got this really bastard villain who's like the ultimate kind of like Scrooge McDuck character, stingy. <laughs> Scrooge McDuck. Why are you such a Scrooge McDuck? He's like swimming in his gold. Yeah, it really is. He's in this wheelchair, but he's like really greedy and evil. Uh, and he, ah, he's so See, bad. I mean, but I've then, seen enough of it. Like everything you're saying, I'm like, yeah. But I'll, I, I don't, it. But I'll then, probably watch it this year. I just, I don't know. I just always want to watch the other Christmas movies. Yeah, and what? it's so creative, like with, you know, I mean, it's been done so many times now. But like, you know, with this whole story of like what his life would have been had he not been, you know, we've seen that now from, you know, a bunch of other different uh, Christmas type movies. But seeing what Christmas his life Carol? would have been. Yeah, Christmas Carol, uh, you know, Which came Scrooged, first? all those things, I believe. Wait, what? Christmas it's Carol or uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Because really, I think that I'm like, oh, so it's basically like kind of like the Christmas Carol, but it's I mean, not. it is and it's not. It is and it's not. The only but... Christmas Carol I know is one with Albert Finney in it. Is yeah. that the one? Well, no, there's lots of different I mean, I'm just saying the storyline of oh, Ghost well, of Christmas Pat, like what Dickens? could have yeah, been, Charles what could be. That one came before a while. Well, before yeah, yeah. But, so it's basically just a ripoff of the Christmas no, Carol. Boom! You already seen it. Snap! No, you, got, you have to see It's a Wonderful Life. It's a 10 out of a 10. It's an incredible movie. Donna Reed hot? She is hot. Okay. I would rope the moon for her. <laughs> and you don't get that unless you've seen It's a Wonderful Life. I, uh, I agree that I should watch it, but I, I don't suspect it'll be a 10 of a 10 for me. It's a 10 out of 10. You know how I feel about heartwarming stories. <laughs> you know an angel loses its wings every year that goes by that you don't watch this movie. <laughs> Does anybody get shot? Do you get that reference? Yes, every time a bell wings, an angel gets its wings. <sighs> yeah, so I know. It's on everything. Oh, no. Come on, no. tell me. If I told you, it might not come true. What is it you want, Barry? What do you want? You you want the moon? Just say the word and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. Hey, that's a pretty good idea. I'll give you the moon, Barry. I'll take it. Then what? Well, then you could swallow it. And it all dissolve, see? And the moonbeams would shoot out of your fingers and your toes and the ends of your hair. Am I talking too much? Yes. Why don't you kiss her instead of talking to her to death? How is that? Why don't you kiss her instead of talking to her to death? Want me to kiss her, huh? Oh, youth is wasted on the wrong people. It is iconic, and I do need to watch it. That's shameful, guys. You, you know that I don't like heartwarming stories. Does anybody get <laughs> shot? Does it seem like real life? Does everybody... I mean, the villain, like, you'll probably like the villain because he's such a bastard. I just like realistic endings. And if everybody ends up happy, then I just don't buy it. Well, that's my number one. Is that your number one? No, it's not. Okay, awesome. I, I knew it was on your list, so I didn't want to include it. Okay. However, it is on my dishonorable mention list. Okay, cool. I had so many to choose from. I didn't feel like yeah, we needed to overlap you know, things I, here. I mean, I throw Exorcist and Psycho on there for film purposes. But I feel like for Christmas spirit and being a good, wholesome person... I probably should have seen it. So yeah. wonderful. Oh, I mean, I definitely had it highlighted, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, "Wait, I know Jacob hasn't seen it, so we'll get to talk about That's, it." Anyway. It's really shameful. It's yeah. really shameful. Kind of weird in a way. You're in the room with two people that haven't seen it's a wonderful life. That's crazy. That is kind of weird, especially people who are hosting up. Yeah, podcast. yeah. We may have to. Let's yeah. pretend like we didn't have this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> My number one is not nearly as shameful, but it's pretty darn shameful, honestly. Let me see if you guys can guess it. 
It's number six on AFI's top 100 of all time. It's number 152 on the IMDb list. It uh, oh 152, it, I know that one. <laughs> it won eight Oscars, including Best Picture, Actress, Director, Screenplay. It was nominated for 13 Oscars. It won two Special Achievement Oscars. Came out in 1939. I know what it is, so I'm not going to guess this. Wizard We've discussed Oz? this several times. Wizard of Oz was 1939, but no. <laughs> two two huge huge movies came out that year. Oh, Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind. I've never seen Gone with the Wind. It's a long movie. <laughs> Four hours. It's a long movie. Four hours. And it's and been that's... since high school since I've seen it. I and have not seen it. That is... Because it's four hours long. <laughs> and it, and, and it not... looks boring. It looks boring. It's. Fo- I know what it's about. It's like... It's set during the war, the South. It's a romance. It's old. It's all the things that I it's hate. four hours. I just... I need to watch it. I mean, I know the story. I know the characters. I mean, Clark Gable. Uh, Scar- Vivian, I don't know her name. It's Scarlett. Scarlett. Hera, Vivian <laughs> Lee. I mean, I know it's it's huge. It's iconic. It's it's. Did, I mean, it's number one. It's first, sold more uh, tickets than f- any movie of all time. It's number one adjusted for inflation. I need to have seen it, but I just cannot set aside four hours for this movie. I don't know if I ever will. I need to. Wasn't the um, supporting actress... Uh, um, wasn't she nominated for Best Supporting Actress, the uh, uh, the housemaid? Uh, the black actress? Yes. And then that one, the first, when I, was she the first? I think for, so. I think I she think won that's... for that, actually. I know she did. Um, Hold on, I'm pulling it up. I know that was a big thing. Yeah. For sure. Well, that was another thing. I <laughs> yeah. mean, uh, Hattie McDaniel. Yes. I cannot remember her name. First African American to be nominated for and win an Oscar. Yeah. That, I mean, so it's it not Sydney Portier. Yeah. Such a huge, huge thing. And, and a, I mean, directed by Victor Fleming. I mean, the, everything about it's iconic. I just can't. Just looks so boring. And, and, and so long. And the whole Scarlet, I don't give a damn, iconic line. Uh, there was, that That's was right. a big deal. Right? No movie. That, yep. I was going to say, yep. the first, first curse word in a movie. That was such a big deal. I just, I, Frankly, one of these dear, days. I don't give a damn. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a big deal. I haven't it seen is. it. It is. It is. It's pretty. Sh- that's definitely by far the most shameful movie I haven't seen. But, Red, I really can't go on accepting these gifts, though you are awfully kind. I'm not kind. I'm just tempting you. I never give anything without expecting something in return. I always get paid. Well, if you think I'll marry you, just pay for the bonnet. I won't. Don't flatter yourself. I'm not a marrying man. Well, I won't kiss you for it either. Open your eyes and look at me. No, I don't think I will kiss you. Although you need kissing badly. That's what's wrong with you. You should be kissed and often, and by someone who knows how. Oh, and I suppose you think you are the proper person. I might be, if the right moment ever came. You're a conceited, black-hearted vomit, Red Butler, and I don't know why I let you come and see me. <laughs> I'll tell you why, Scarlett. Because I'm the only man over 16 and under 60 who's around to show you a good time. I agree, but I haven't seen it either. It's uh, on my dishonorable mentions. I think 2001 is your worst by far. Because Gone with the Wind, it's an... Not that 2001 isn't an old movie, but 1939, it's quite a bit a long time ago. I still feel like Gone with the Wind is more shameful than 2001. As a movie person. As a movie person. I think just because it's it's at the top of all the lists. I mean, mean, whereas like Godfather, Casablanca, and Citizen Kane are always at the very top... 
Gone with Wind's always in that. It's next in that tier next group. Yeah, with yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. Maybe it's 2001, yeah. but maybe that's more of a sci-fi person. Probably. I don't know. Because it's always in that next true. tier yeah. with with the Star Wars and the Psycho. Well, I mean, Watch Mojo has the, both of those movies life. in their top ten all times. Both Gone with the Wind and 2001. So. Yes, I have to. That's so. That's I don't remember which one's first, but you know, you can argue both. I guess. Yeah, that's embarrassing for me. All right, Rachel. Let's see if you can top me. I can. This just. Look at Jacob when this happens, because he's it's gonna blow his mind. Shawshank. Redemption. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even better. It was oh, like no. such a it was such <laughs> a hurt I heard his soul. <laughs> I heard his soul. Oh, just like that a tear okay, my here's eye. the deal with Shawshank, though. It, it looks excellent, and I want to see it. But I have caught the ending, like the last thirty mo- oh, minutes of that movie, shit. on TV, I know, I know. probably I, like fifteen I times. The up on there. <laughs> oh, I, I've no. seen the ending so many times that That's I'm like, one of the best parts about right, the movie, right? So I know that, like, it's I, I don't want to ruin it in case somebody else see it, but I know how it ends, and I've seen it several times, and every time I'm like, ah, I need to watch this movie. It's just so, a movie about if you fine, spoil that fine. It's just a movie about hope and not giving up. It's such a good, good, good story. Good movie. It's a, oh it's my a gosh. great, great movie. I mean, it's well. What makes it even worse oh, that is that it's heart. so recent. It is so recent, and that's the, why it's number one on the list. Is because it's, I, it's the, there's no excuse for me not to have no. seen this. I just missed it somehow, and now I've seen the ending five hundred times. So and, uh, I know the whole narration at the end with Morgan Freeman. And, I guess I just miss my friend. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, I've heard. I, I've seen a it a lot. So yeah, it's yeah, not only is it so recent, and, oh. but it's it's also doesn't. I mean, it's there's no excuse because it doesn't look boring. No, it doesn't. It does, it looks like, like a great movie. It's and I don't know how I missed it, but now that I've seen the ending so many times, I'm less motivated to watch it than I would be if I was like, oh, I have no idea what happens in this story. You know what's crazy about Shawshank? It mm. came out in 1994. Same year as Pulp, uh, Pulp Fiction and Forrest Gump. Yep. I mean, that That's is a heavy hitter of a, a year. crazy, crazy year. And so everyone now, was like, what's this Shawshank movie, which is nuts yeah. now for how famous is it, yeah. it is. And you know, another thing that's crazy about it is actually based on a short story by Stephen King. I knew that. Yeah. 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 So it's kind of crazy. So sorry for hurting your, your soul, Jacob. Quiz Awesome. Yeah. It was also pretty good. And actually, mm. before the Oscars came, like... The, all the pre-Oscar buzz was about Quiz Show. I remember yeah. that being a thing. Before they got released, everybody was talking about Quiz Show. And then, of course, Forrest Gump and Pulp Fiction came out, and everybody went gaga. You know, the, the fact uh, the fact that you've seen the end of it really will kill it for you, I it think. It will. Yeah, and that was my, my there, take there, on it as well. Really but cool, I still need to watch it. Yeah, I there's some really cool it. side stories throughout that movie, whether it's through the young kid, mm-hmm. um, who reminds me of like Elvis. I can't think of his yeah. name. I don't want to say what happened. Whether it be him, or, I love the old man. Um, right, there's some gets, great side stories. Uh, so yeah, Brooks, uh, even Brooks, even yeah. where the sisters. Yes. Um, and one other one I just thought a second ago. Well, I guess the uh, the accounting position he takes on. Shit. Hey, Mr. Hadley, do you trust your wife? That's funny. You're going to look funnier sucking my dick with no teeth. What I mean is, do you think she'd go behind your back, try to hamstring you? That's it. Step aside, Mert. This fucker's having himself an accident. You don't push him off the roof. Because if you do trust her, there's no reason you can't keep that 35000 What did you say? 35000 
35,000. All of it. All of it? Every penny. You better start making sense. If you want to keep all that money, give it to your wife. The IRS allows a one-time only gift to your spouse for up to $60,000. Oh, shit. Tax-free? Tax-free. IRS can't touch one cent. You're the smart banker would kill his wife, aren't you? Why should I believe a smart banker like you? So I can end up in here with you? It's perfectly legal. Go ask the IRS. They'll say the same thing. Actually, I feel stupid telling you this. I'm sure you would have investigated the matter yourself. Yeah, fucking A. I don't need no smart wife-killing banker to tell me where the bear's sitting in the buckwheat. Of course not. But you do need someone to set up the tax-free gift for you, and that'll cost you. A lawyer, for example. A bunch of ball-washing bastards. Right. I suppose I could set it up for you. That would save you some money. If you get the forms, I'll prepare them for you. Nearly free of charge. I'd only ask three beers apiece for each of my co-workers. <laughs> co-workers? Get him. That's rich, ain't it? I think a man working outdoors feels more like a man if you can have a bottle of suds. It's only my opinion. Oh, God, one of the best scenes in the movie is where he gets a hold of a, a record of some French women singing. Oh, that's a great it's, scene. It's, it's, one of, it's an iconic shot and where everyone just kind of freezes in their tracks and they just listen to these this beautiful, I don't know, yeah. duet, French duet. I mean, it, it, so maybe that will help you. Maybe I just spoiled all that. Yeah. But maybe that will help <laughs> you, it, it you when you do see it. Um, it's it's a it's a good story, great story. I've never great. heard anyone say anything bad about Shawshank. Technically ever. great. The music is fantastic. The the score uh, is a real heavy bass line that goes throughout it that I just love. Yeah, um, I mean, I've, I, nobody I know has ever said they didn't like Shawshank. Directed by Frank Darabont, strangely enough, who did the, the first Walking season Dead. of Walking Dead. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's really shameful. Uh, spoiler: uh, It's better than The Walking Dead. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> uh, that, that's that's a really shameful one. I but don't know, though. It's a wonderful one. I'm, I'm just life. more so sad that but you've seen the I was going to say, I'm glad I that I could worse. end with something that just crushed Jacob's soul, though. Yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> I think that's what kills me. That hurts me the most. Not It's just that you've seen the ending, because the ending is so cool. Like, I don't, like I've, I've and out of context, before, And out of context, obviously, it's it hasn't really had a deep impact on me. I'm like, oh, well, that sucks. I, I, I just did not see it coming, and I'll just never forget what my father's reaction to, because he just never cussed. Huh. When seeing movies, he just didn't care. But he had a reaction to this that I'll never forget, which I've said before, and I don't want to say again because it includes the f bomb. But uh, <laughs> I just remember being like, "Well, I guess I better watch this." And then I was—I mean, I love that movie. I love it. Oh, it's and a great—it's a ten out of ten. I, but I, I certainly understand since you've seen the end of it why you haven't watched it. That I'm, that that kills me, and it's not your fault. I'm shamefaced. I certainly understand how to picking up a movie the last thirty minutes. Oh, that hurts. Yeah, that's that's a bad one. That's <laughs> Sorry, pretty, guys. That's pretty shameful. I really let the air I out of the room on that one. I want to hug you right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Man. So, was... dishonorable mentions then? Air's out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> dishonorable mentions. Jacob, what are some movies that uh, didn't make your list but are also pretty shameful you have? I'm going to try and blast through because I, I do want to name off most of these movies just for fun. Um and a lot of them are kind of grouped in like genres and things like that. So uh, there are a couple in the beginning I do want to point out. Uh, I really, really, really want to watch Lawrence of Arabia. I just have never found the time to do it. Plus, it's, it's never on television. Yeah. It is. A re- I actually, well, I have it on VHS. Plus, being in the oil industry, isn't it kind of based on parts of that? Yeah, it yeah. is. And Peter O'Toole's characters, uh, 
It's it's a great film. Okay, yeah, because I yeah we better get it's through this. It's a great this. film. Never seen National Lampoon's Vacation all the way through. Weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, never seen Real Genius, Young Frankenstein. Uh, uh, these are all these are all my eighties kind uh, of comics. We're just like, we both got hurt. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Young Frankenstein. I okay, love, uh, love you them. know I haven't seen Uncle Buck. Oh, I love um, all these. Pretty in Pink. Uh, Fletch. Also weird. Yeah, never weird. saw that. Okay, so there's my some of my horror movies. Never officially see the thing all the way through. Uh, no, I know what happens at the end. Yeah. You know the fly. I haven't seen yeah. Rosemary's baby a nightmare yeah, on elm huge. street uh, i don't have it on my list but friday the 13th i just don't care about those never you need to see the first nightmare on elm street well y'all talked you've defended it enough to where it's peaked my curiosity it's, it's, it's a, a really good, good movie um never saw saw or the whole series That's i don't okay. really care but no, everyone the always first, talked the, the first, first one was good always went but i don't about feel like for somebody who doesn't like horror really needs to see so the first yeah. one's really good people say it's not even horror they say it's more psychedelic it is it is psychological maybe one day but for right now i just Nah. Uh, so as far as like some action movies, never saw Commando. Ah, uh, never saw like it. Rambo Two. Ah, so First Blood. Yeah. Um, I, you know I haven't seen Bloodsport, but uh, I did watch the entire movie on silence the other day because it was on, <laughs> at a bar I was hanging out at. So I, I basically get the gist of it. I was pretty much reading their lips and I get it. So this is a kind of a funny one out right here. Never seen Willow. Really? Willow. I love Willow. I love Willow. I love Willow. I remember something about uh, people turning into pigs and then screaming, but that's the only thing I really Yeah, I mean, that was really traumatic as a kid. (laughs) Mad Mardigan's a great character. Uh, Yeah. Oh, I remember that. I liked Willow a lot. Um, Here's our totally random one, but it's the only cartoon. Um, I've never seen Ratatouille, or I fell asleep every time. Really? Never saw it. I like Ratatouille. I got to name these these two. I've only seen the first 15 minutes of Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Really? Yeah, never. That could have made the that could have legit made the list. Probably, and then never. I have a clue what Life of Brian is about. It's the same vein, but it's right. it's a more religious based one. Yeah, I'm gonna money. blast through these old movies. Okay, um, and I have them in order just from chronological. Chronologically, okay. Nosferatu, Metropolis, mm. Philadelphia Story, Maltese Falcon, mm. Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, Streetcar Named Desire, Singing in the Rain, The Searchers, Ben Hur. Which I really would. I really need to see Ben Hur, especially yeah. since they're remaking it. Yeah, never seen West Side Story, and for yeah. a family that I grew up in, the family of musicals, and that's a things, big one. It's a kind of a big one. Uh, Mutiny on the Bound, Cleopatra. You know, mm-hmm. that was once one of the biggest oh, yeah. budgets of all huge, time. Yeah. Almost broke. What was it? Fox, maybe. Yeah, um, Elizabeth Taylor. But, uh, so here's like some like it hot, starring uh, Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, never saw and, the Pink Panther. I don't know if that's a big deal or not. But yeah, that's a big deal. Doctor Zhivago, Doctor Strangelove, or how I learned to stop worrying about the bomb. Bomb. Yeah. Um, which you know, there's several old Kubrick movies I haven't seen. Right. Uh, kind of feel like I should see The Odd Couple. You know, with uh, yeah. Walter Matthau and uh, Jack, Jack Lemmon. Uh, now we're in 1979. I never saw Manhattan. I really officially have only seen like a couple, probably three Woody Allen movies. Right. But I feel like if I need to watch one first, it should be Manhattan. Um, and these are kind of more, I'm going to say, um, cult films. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, I've, I guess I've, I mean, I've only ever seen one David Fincher movie. Oh, or, I'm really? sorry, David Lynch movie. I know what you meant. Blue the, Velvet? The Elephant Man and Blue Velvet. I've never seen either one of those. Oh, and I really yeah. need Blue Velvet's been sitting in my queue Blue forever Velvet's on, great. You need on to watch Netflix. It. Yeah. Um, for someone who likes the Coen Brothers, I've never seen Sim- Blue, uh, Blood Simple. Uh, that was their first one. Right. And same thing goes for P.T. Anderson. I've never seen Heart 8. Uh, I haven't movie. seen Heart Eight either. I, okay. I love P.T. Anderson. And it's like it's like as much as I love this director, why would I not? I don't yeah, know. I haven't seen it either. Actually, uh, and then the last two is still real cult movies. I've never seen Brazil or Pie. Yeah. 
So Ooh, I really like Pi. I started that, watching Pi the other day, and I was like, you know, I'm just not in the mood to watch this. And so that was about to yeah. about ten minutes. Yeah. And that's my list. Man, those were those some some heavy hitters. Yeah. You should definitely a lot watch. of oldies on there. I discovered, but yeah, those you know, were some I don't good. think there's any reason. I think I would like the Monty Python movies. Oh, the Monty yeah. Python, especially Holy Grail, is Holy really, Grail really is really good. funny. The reason yeah. why I don't watch like uh, Young Frankenstein oh, or so Real good. Genius is because I'm afraid they won't hold up to my expectations, and so I just kind of don't care anymore. Oh, I love. It's possible, both. but I like them. They're both. two of my They're favorite really comedies. Really. They're two of my favorite comedies of all time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I watch them both a lot. Brandon, give us your three movies that you're in the only other three <laughs> yeah, that are I left. Uh, I have a few. I haven't seen The Bridge on the River Kwai. That's a good movie. Uh, it's Ron ni- Swanson's favorite. That's, yeah. a, that's a darn good movie. 1957 it won seven Oscars, including Best Picture, Actor, Director, Screenplay, Cinematography. Uh, I really need to see it. It's it's a big one. Uh, I haven't seen The Last Picture Show, which I've wanted to watch so many different times. I'd like to see that movie. I've never seen that movie. Um, yeah, it was from 1971. It's made. It's number 95 on the AFI list. Uh, nominated for eight Oscars, one, two, and uh, one of Jeff Bridges' one of Jeff Bridges' first performances. Ellen Bernstein's also in it. Uh, Gandhi. Is a big one I haven't seen. Really good movie. I have not seen Gone. BET for Best Picture Oscar in 1982. Long, a long movie, but it's really good. Yeah, I've seen bits and pieces just and the whole um, thing. Ben Kingsley is really, really fantastic. Yeah. In he won the yep. Best Actor yep. Oscar for yep. it. Uh, I've also weirdly never seen Old Yeller or Black uh, Black oh. Beauty, Black oh, Stein. I would have put Old Yeller before I would have put Swiss Family Robertson. I, I, yeah, those were cow. I lumped all those together. Uh, Black, Black Beauty, Beauty. Black okay. Stallion. I lumped all those together because those are the, when I was thinking of family movies I haven't seen. Those were the yeah. ones. How about and Where the Red Fern Grows? I've seen Where the Red Fern okay. Grows. Uh, old Yeller is pretty Yeller shameful. Old Yeller is pretty shameful. Dude. It's pretty sh- I know it's shameful, but even as a kid, I mean, I've seen bits and pieces of it. <laughs> I've seen bits and pieces of it, but even as a kid, I knew that the dog died. So I was like, oh, this is going to be really sad. What? I don't want to. <laughs> so I knew that the dog was going to die. So oh, but you're going to get it. on me for not wanting to watch Gladiator for <laughs> the same reason. Di- that's a different thing. A dog dying is way sadder than a, a gladiator, gladiator dying. <laughs> uh, and then the last ones I'll mention are these old foreign films. From like the likes of Fellini and things like that that I just never oh, got around shoot. to Oh, shoot. There's a whole other list of foreign yeah. films that probably yeah, I didn't should be on this mess list. With that. Eight and a Half, Wild Strawberries, La Aventura, La Dolce Vita, and M were kind of the biggest heavy. Hey, I've, seen, I've seen Wild I've Strawberries. I've never seen any of those. Those are kind of like considered, those are those along with Seven Samurai, which I've seen a lot of, uh, Carousel, which I've seen, and then things like 400 Blows, which I've seen, and Bicycle Thief, which I've seen, are like considered like the great right. old-timey foreign films i just can't i've seen the seventh seal but i just i don't like any of them honestly yeah so it's hard for me to watch them. a couple yeah. more i just thought of were like das boot and the right stuff i want to see both of yeah. those but i'm only throwing it out there just to get back real quick because i want to hear rachel's list <laughs> uh her dishonorable is going to be her dishonorable is going to be just there's as bad a, as her there's a five. lot there's a okay, lot here we go from the way it's been sounding from rachel you know tonight one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Oh my gosh! You know, a friend of mine just watched that the other day for the first time, Ugh. and um, you knew I haven't seen one. I flew forgot over the that you had. I he forgot. Didn't get what the big deal was about it, and really? I. And so yeah, and I, so I said, dude, just think about it this way. Um, he also didn't realize that's where Nurse Ratchet came from. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. but I was like, dude, all it was was going against the system. Think about the time period it came out. Just right. Keep that in mind when you do watch it. It's it's in I my queue. I want to see it. Fantastic book. 
Um, and the movie is just as good, um, in my opinion. And Jack Nicholson's fantastic. Oh, he's great. Gosh, that, I'm still mad that he beat Pacino's performance in Dog Day Afternoon. Uh, they both came out in 1975. I put, and I put Nicholson way ahead of Pacino in that one. No. I know Pacino that kills is, you. No, Pacino. Well, I mean, honestly, though, if like historically when people look back, I mean, it was considered at the time like a razor-thin race. And even now, like historically, people talk about it, and there's still arguments. Both I personally go with Pacino and Dog Day Afternoon, but Nicholson was really great. Is and... that because uh, Al Pacino played gay or something? Is that the only reason why? <laughs> oh, you're being serious? I'm being serious. No, I mean that did. I mean that him playing a gay character was like really controversial and big brouhaha at the time. But no, I mean his character is so many things. It's at one once. of my favorite movies. Of all uh, time. I mean his character is really complex. I mean like he's out of control but in control. He's like zany and crazy but he's really smart he's uh like a ticking time bomb but he's really funny that's funny you could actually put all of those same descriptions for jack nicholson and one for the cuckoo's nest you could i mean you could yeah. i mean they're two of the all-time i mean when you look at all-time greatest performances they're both listed usually in the top 20 greatest all-time performances jack and nicholson's both... the voice of reason in this movie he's awesome in it okay sorry go ahead that's that's a long dissertation <laughs> this for... is gonna be a lot of sorry. talking about okay, all that's not what i was trying to blast through mine yeah my bad might spend a lot of time on these yeah this is probably going to hurt aliens. Yeah, Alien that's... and aliens. Oh, that's damn. Ridiculous. For someone who likes horror movies, yeah. you'd like the first one. I, I'm sure they're more Well, the second one's sci-fi. a lot more action, and it's awesome. It's, it's way better than the first. I heard that they're both good, but they're both completely but different from one But the first is another. so slowly paced, mm-hmm. um, which may or may not bother you, but yeah. it's legit. It's awesome. Yeah. Both and there's different. a classic Austin the chest bursting. Scene. I'm sure you've oh, well, seen yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's iconic. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Taxi Driver. Oh, gosh, nice. this is so crazy. Have you seen Taxi Driver? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, of course it. you have. <laughs> <laughs> Raging Bull. Ah, oh, it's so crazy. This I cannot this make. This, De Niro this has a... no fight for me because I haven't seen enough De Niro movies. There's, there's a lot of mafia stuff that goes on in Raging Bull you might like. There it. is. Oh, um, I'm sure I'm sure I love and I'm sure I love Taxi Driver and I'm sure I'll love On the Waterfront which is my next uh, one. That's my number one uh, favorite classic film of all time. That's one of the few classics I own. That's a really cool movie. Yeah. Um, that, that really re- great dialogue in that. Oh, the dialogue. No, I'm wondering if maybe I've seen it. That's the I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody, Johnny. I could have been a contender. I have seen that. You have seen it? I have seen it. I watched it with you oh, a long well, time ago well, on classic movie nights when we got through like two of them. Oh. What was the one before on the waterfront, though? Raging Bull. Raging Bull. I want to go back to that real quick um, because, um, well, Scorsese kind of got screwed on directing and stuff. Well, yeah. It's, well, actually, no, no. Actually, it was Taxi Driver I wanted to talk about. I actually think Taxi Driver is a little overrated. It's still really good, but the end of it, to me, kind of falls apart, even though I get what they're getting at. I would put that towards the bottom of your list, even though, yeah, you should have seen it by at this point. But when you're going through this, watch some of those other movies. I would first. actually agree with you there. Yeah. That Taxi Driver is, it's a great movie, and it's definitely shameful you haven't seen it. But I actually <laughs> agree that it's overrated. Yeah. But this whole, you haven't seen very many Scorsese De Niro movies is really weird. Yeah, there's a pattern going on yeah. there. Yeah, I haven't. I, <laughs> I just missed them. Did you see Casino? Nope. Oh, weird. Is that on your list? No. Add it. Don't worry. There's, <laughs> there's plenty of others. Make sure you watch Goodfellas first because there's a striking similarity yeah, at there points. Is. But uh, Casino is awesome. Yeah. What's up with this? How about like I don't know. Scorsese I don't know how in 2000? I, like Gangs of New York? I, I have seen Gangs of New York, but I just watched Gangs of New York 
pretty recently, and I watched it because of Daniel Day Lewis. Well, he's, he's kind of he's fantastic. Oh yeah, he's it? great. He basically is doing a Gosh, Robert De Niro. We're gonna get off on a movie you've talked about. Let's back up. Sorry. Yeah. Some of these uh, older Scorsese movies you need to check out. In fact, there's one sitting right there next to your TV. Yeah. There's a, couple a lot weeks of now. there's a, if we're gonna talk about how shameful every single one of these is, it's kind of the point. Um, a Beautiful Mind. Yeah, that's crazy. Never saw a Beautiful Mind. I'm okay with that, but uh, Russell Crowe's really good in it. Russell Crowe's amazing. Plus, it won Best Picture in 2001. Here's, so it's here's the other thing where Brandon I don't think goes it holds off. Up very well. Here's the thing honest. where Brandon goes off about Russell Crowe being great, and then it turns out I haven't seen any of his movies, so I don't get it. Yeah, it's one of the biggest fights we have. I'm a huge, huge Russell Crowe oh, fan, and she's never seen. I'm really she hasn't seen what you LA might Confidential. Say. I'll ruin that for you. She, <laughs> she that's hasn't one of my top movies of yeah, all. I love LA it's, Confidential. It's amazing. She hasn't seen Gladiator, and she hasn't seen A Beautiful Mind. He dies, Gladiator. I already know what happens. It's, it's hard shameful. to get motivated. It's shameful. Sorry. Continue. I would watch LA Confidential before I'd watch his other two movies. Now I would watch LA Confidential before you watch a ton of those other movies. LA Confidential <laughs> is an awesome story. It is awesome a great movie. movie. It's a 10 out of 10. <laughs> Ben-Hur, I haven't seen, which is weird because it was on all the time. My brother loves it, but it's freaking four hours long. Yeah. It's just forever long. Yeah. It's one of my brother's favorite movies, so it's weird that I haven't seen it. Uh, Citizen Kane, I haven't seen Gone with the Wind. Vertigo, I haven't seen Vertigo. I thought we watched it together. Yeah, I thought we watched it together. You, I'm pretty sure you've seen not it. Not Real Window? I know you watched it with us. I watched Rear Window. I've seen Rear Window. Yeah, the you... three of us watched it here at your house. Oh, maybe I fell asleep. I do not remember That's anything about possible. Vertigo. Yeah, we definitely watched Vertigo, the three of us. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I don't remember watching it. Check that probably one out. turns out I've yeah. seen like 90% of these movies. I just don't remember them. Chinatown. Yeah, that's huge. That Iconic. is, uh, it's on Netflix right now. And they it use is. that I've, screenplay in, in, in schools, supposedly, as like the perfect screenplay, supposedly. Awesome, awesome story. It is. And then there could have been, there could have been way more of these, but I was basically going by IMDb, two fifty, Rotten Tomatoes one hundred, and the AFI one hundred. So uh, after that, I just have Rocky two through Infinity. I have no idea how many Rocky movies they are, but I know oh, I haven't really? seen you anything seen past one. Rocky that's one. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, I, I personally like the third one a lot, but the I love second Mr. one's really T. good. There's yeah. a lot of debate about what the best Rocky movie is. Well, I, I certainly feel. don't think it's number four, Justin. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't seen anything past the first Rocky, and honestly, I can't. I don't remember a whole lot about the first Rocky because I haven't seen it. In I so love long. the Rocky movies. A lot of people Rocky do. Rocky just got on Netflix, actually. Yeah. Okay. And the Creed movie is coming out later on this year. Well, yeah, now I need to brush up. For that. Looks, looks really good. Kind of legit. Yeah, it looks good. And uh, Wallace is just jacked up yeah, now. Yeah, What's up with that? Yeah, it's nuts. God. So that's... There could have been a lot more, but that's what I limited it to. Man. Okay, of your list, I think I would put Goodfellas number one. Okay. Just, I definitely just off watch the top of my head, I would put that number one. For, of your list, no I would put The Goonies number one. Of course you would. Uh, no, I, um, realistically, realistically, there are a lot of movies that you really need to see. <laughs> <laughs> realistically, uh, I've lost all respect for you. You've got to see Goodfellas. Uh, especially if you're supposedly a mafia fan. I love mafia you got to watch Goodfellas. I would, say, I would say Goodfellas would rank near the very top. As well, that um, and Ca- Casablanca. Honestly, I would push Shawshank back a little bit because of seeing the end of it. But um, this is pretty. This is pretty embarrassing, Rachel. Yeah, tell you, <laughs> I knew, I knew it was going to be bad. I came in here fully prepared just to get bashed for an hour and a half. It's been a, a, a stressful night. 
<laughs> I really hurt Dave. I, uh, I apologize for hurting Jacob. A, so, a night so of deeply. mixed emotions. On it, you would have got bigger reactions from me had I not known a lot of these already from from uh, years. You've probably. been you've been shaming me for years. Yeah. So glad you watched ET now though. Yeah, knowing some of these other ET movies. ET and Silence of the Lambs. Those would yeah. have been marked off. Yeah. All right, there you go. That is Pulp Fiction's most shamed that we haven't seen the movies. We would love to see your feedback. Go to our Facebook page, uh, Facebook slash Pulp Fiction, and let us know which movies you're most ashamed you've never seen. That's facebook.com slash Pulp Fiction. Thanks for tuning in. See you next week.